This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniel's Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and kaiju a go-go. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles. Hey there, fellow conductors of the metaphysical, and welcome to the interdimensional cross-rip, the first one after a brand new Ghostbusters movie is out. This week we're going to go back in time to the red carpet event last weekend where we got a lot of great interviews with Paul Feig, Ivan Reitman, Katie Dippold, Kate McKinnon, so many different people, so stay tuned. This is our experience on the red carpet of the world premiere of Ghostbusters. Stillplayingwithtoys.net presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. Felt great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Hey there, everybody. This is Troy. Chris is not here with us this week because, well, so here's the thing. All right, I know you're listening to this. It's the Monday after everybody just saw the new Ghostbusters movie. You're like, oh my god, I'm so excited to listen to Troy and Chris talk about this on the Interdimensional Crossrip. And yes, that is definitely absolutely going to be happening. But what Chris and I did is we had a little bit of um, like a self-imposed moratorium on recording the podcast uh, the week of the release because, uh, for one, we just wanted to enjoy it as fans. We didn't want to be uh, rushing around and trying to get a bunch of podcasts out there. And uh, for a second thing, we also didn't just want to immediately uh, <laughs> hit the airwaves and go, oh my god, it was amazing! You know, we wanted to collect our thoughts, and we wanted to uh, have a, a good conversation. It's funny, I haven't actually talked to Chris since I saw him in Los Angeles for the premiere, and that's uh, intentional. We're, uh, we're we're saving that for the conversation on next Monday's podcast. So make sure that you tune in next week. We're going to have uh, all of your listener uh, voicemails, as well as Chris and I talking about the movie for the first time. But in the meantime, we have something really fun for you guys. Uh, Chris and I were lucky enough to be at the world premiere of the Ghostbusters film uh, in Hollywood this, uh, well, two weeks ago now that you're listening to this. Um, they flew out about 300 ghost heads and they put them all up uh, in these these awesome bleachers and VIP seats and everybody got a really great view of the red carpet. And uh, Chris and I, we were uh, a little a little ways down. We were actually on the carpet ourselves, uh, set up for Ghost Core doing some interviews. And uh, it was, man, it was just, it was so much fun. It was a really crazy, chaotic day. I know so, I met so many people that I had only, you know, talked to online and so many of you listeners out there. And man, it, it was just a whirlwind. I, I told my wife it felt like our wedding again. I feel like I talked to everybody for about 30 seconds and that was about it. But um, very, very cool event. And uh, so thank you so much to, to everybody that was able to come out there and to everybody that watched on the live stream. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, and so what we thought we would do is we cleaned up all the audio and all of the interviews that Chris and I did on the red carpet. We're going to present to you guys here this week on the Crossrip, and uh, that way you can you can actually hear <laughs> everything that was going on. The magic of Facebook Live, everybody. It was it was a little little interesting, but so without any further delay, we're going to take you directly to the red carpet. This is the uh, world premiere of Ghostbusters, and. It was very loud, so forgive the fact that Chris and I are yelling uh, about half the time. So here, here we are on the red carpet. Hey everybody, we're live again. We're here at the red carpet. 
Ghostbusters is finally coming out. We're here in Hollywood, California. My name is Troy Benjamin. With me is Chris Stewart. We're the host of the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip podcast. Wow, that was a lot to say in one sentence. But are you guys ready? Are we ready? Whoa. These guys are ready too. So, Chris, before all of this madness starts, yeah. can you believe that we're here right now? No. I can't, actually. It still hasn't set in, to be honest. It's been like, so rushed. Yeah. Ni 1996, we started up websites. I would never think they would be here on Hollywood Boulevard doing live coverage online of a new Ghostbusters movie. This is fantastic. Oh, we can God. hear that guy so good. We can I hear him so can hear good. Shout out if you can hear me okay on yeah. this feed. We got two feeds going. We got, so yeah, so what we're doing is we've got two feeds. Here on Ghost Core, you're going to see the main primary angle. You're going to see all of the stars. You're going to hear us talking to them. And then on this feed, that's the uh, Interdimensional Crossrip Facebook. And what we're going to do is you'll have a B angle. Right now you're looking at Kelly shooting us. But uh, you'll be seeing like other angles. You'll be seeing people walking down the carpet. All the surprises. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So, Christmas See, I told you it was, it was pretty loud there. And I'm sorry that we're yelling. Uh, there was actually a loudspeaker. The DJ was playing right directly in front of our feed uh, at the very beginning of the day. So uh, we were doing a lot of shouting. And uh, it's really kind of um, self-conscious going back listening to it. But hey, uh, so <laughs> at any rate, we're going to dive into the interviews here. And one of the first people that walked down the red carpet was Robin Shelby, who played Slimer in Ghostbusters 2. It was really fun to see her as the first person to walk down. So here's us with Robin Shelby. Chatty McChatterton. Chatty McChatterton. Get, get on in here, Chris Stewart. Trying to figure out how best to hold this. So now, all right, is that facing everybody? Is everybody seeing themselves no. right now? No, okay. No, it's not. It could. No, that, they don't need to. That's fine. That's okay. So kind of looking over my shoulder, hopefully. Oh, good. You, maybe you're seeing the dancers on the cross-repeat. So, hey. Hi, everybody. Uh, so, Chris. Hi. It, it's a little quieter now. We can talk. Yeah, I wanted, the bus I wanted went to talk. away. The bus went away. Um, let's, let's go back 20 years when you start proton charging. Yeah. No movie in sight. No cartoon in sight. Do you ever imagine yourself standing on Hollywood Boulevard in 2016 doing, doing this for Ghost Corps for a... A company that has been set up to create more Ghostbusters content? No. At the time, I, like most everybody else, I think, I was kind of hoping that by 2000 we'd have had one. Yeah. And I think after 2000, hopes kind of went down real fast. Like, nobody was really holding out. Yeah. So, no. I, I mean, back then, I wasn't anticipating being here now. Um, but now, here we are. Yeah. It's, um, boy, I still don't know if it's, it's sunk in. I, like yeah. it's just been so busy to get here, and then you know we tried to talk to everybody, yeah. checking in, and now I'm standing here, and all I can think is I'm old and my feet hurt. <laughs> like this is why I don't do this for a living. It does, yeah. It's, this is this is why you do it for a living, and I don't. Is I'm like, are we done? Can can I? I just want some water. Yeah. Somebody's like, Bill Murray's coming. I'm like, he's got three minutes, and then I gotta go. I, uh, like, <laughs> tell him, tell him, wait. Just tell Bill tell two him, seconds. Two seconds. Um, yeah. How about yeah. you? I feel like, yeah, I got. I actually got a little emotional uh, on the drive up here. Yeah. Actually, there's a cop drinking Ecto Cooler behind us. I don't. Can we swivel around and get this really quick? Oh, the uh, the LAPD is drinking Ecto Cooler right now. All right, sorry, uh, sorry. So one of those things that I'm trying to capture it all drop, for you guys. Dropping off or picking up. Dropping off or picking up. Yeah. Uh, no, I I got a little emotional driving here because. Like I, I, my parents wanted pictures because they have pictures of me, like in my Kenner Proton they didn't want pack. A boy, they wanted pictures. 
No. Oh, you mean tonight? No. Okay. For tonight, tonight, yeah. They didn't they, want a girl. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't want me. So guys, uh, we're gonna get really personal here. My parents didn't want. No. Actually, I think my parents might be watching this, right this now. This is not a, a movie yeah. premiere. It's a giant cathartic <laughs> intervention. Exactly. It's yeah. Troy. I'm taking a cue from the Yes Have Some podcast. <laughs> this is gonna be my therapy session. Thanks so much for tuning into this, guys. But uh, no, I mean having, you know, having the childhood growing up, like running around with a proton pack and. And, and being a Ghostbuster, and then, you know, being here now 20-some years later, and uh, we're covering a new Ghostbusters movie for a Ghostbusters company, it's it's kind of surreal. I mean, it feels very strange to actually I'm be standing I'm here. I'm wondering if it's a slight disjunct, because I was slightly out of the age range for the Kenner stuff. Like, yeah. I never dressed up in the, their, their toy stuff. So you weren't, you weren't like, role, running around role-playing as a I got to do a little bit of the, the old-school role-playing with, like, sticks and rocks. Yeah. And I, like I said, I saw it when I was ten or eleven, something like that. So I still have that nostalgic uh, attachment. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's, I'm just old. He's just old. Actually, to be honest, We're both I'm just really old. Excited. I think what it is is this is fun, but this is something I'm kind of focused in on. I'm trying to no, I'm trying to yeah. nail. I really want to talk to everybody that we can. Yes. But when I stop and think about getting to see the movie with the gang, like I say, the gang, yeah. all 315 of us. We're the largest <laughs> registered gang after the Hell's Angels. That's um, probably true at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seeing that, that actually I get the butterflies, the stomach yeah. butterflies. So I think that's that's true. I mean, uh, both of us are kind of running on adrenaline right now. But like, if if we were sitting in the in the bleachers, which is where I would love to be with the fans, I, I think there would be a, more of an emotional toll right now. Like I would just be like, oh my god, is this happening? This that is really sunstroke. And sunstroke. Whew. And sunstroke. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's funny. I mean, I actually worked in a building that's right here, uh, uh, and. You know, look down on so many premieres like Star Trek when they rebooted Star Trek yeah. and uh, Mission Impossible, like for the second and third movies. And I was like, man, it would be really cool someday if Ghostbusters got a new movie and if it was at the Chinese theater. And, you know, uh, all of the iterations that might have happened, like the, the Farley Sandler version, the uh, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen version. Let's be honest, some of those were borderline daydream versions. Yeah, pipe, pipe dreams <laughs> of, a, of a third movie. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and we came very close during that time that I was working at that company that's that's right up there, up on the seventh floor. And oh, oh, now, here we go. I'm, I'm paying attention to the behavior of the, the camera guys here. Uh-oh. Hang on one sec. Oh, oh, I see Robin Shelby. Here, let's bring this in. We got Robin Shelby. So, Robin, this is yes. this is Ghost Corps that we're live with right now. And on we're Facebook. on our podcast and one here. And I love Ghost Corps. You guys know that, though. Oh, absolutely. Come on. That's, that's a given. And as I've prepped them all, you played Slimer in Ghostbusters 2. I did. Uh, through ILM, right? Correct. And so, how does it feel being back here after 1989, another Ghostbusters movie coming out? It's surreal. It's surreal. Um, the fact that Paul Feig kind of, he, he got in touch with me to be part of this, kind of tells you what kind of a guy he is. He's really great. Um, I'm just, I'm lucky to be here. I'm, 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 I'm amazed. This is so much fun. Yeah, Paul, Paul really cares about making, like you can tell the genuine concern for this. and Absolutely. And seeing you be the first person down the carpet too warms my heart too. I'm like, oh my God, it's Robin. Oh, She's here. I, I, Robin doesn't have to stand outside the side with the rest of us. <laughs> and the fans, all the, ghost, the Ghostbusters are down there. And, and they are having the time of their lives and they're so, so much fun. I love them all, seriously. Have you been meeting a lot of the fans that you've yes. been talking to online that you'd never met in person before? We just there's a, a, a comic and coffee show and an art show a Ghostbusters art show in Burbank last night and I met a lot of people that I haven't met before, 
so yeah, and after this, I'm probably going to meet like 200 more. Oh, I'm sure. And it's and, and they're all great. They're having so much fun. It's so great that they're here. So rough, rough ballpark. How many selfies have you taken with ghost heads right now? Wow. Um, <laughs> Couple hundred, <laughs> a lot, a lot, and I actually did live Facebook too, uh, yes. and I, I kind of like went down the line of fans that were screaming, and they had it was it was fun. I had to do it. So uh, we'll we'll give you one more question and let you of run. Of course. But, uh, the new movie. Yes. I understand you have a part in it. Yes. And I hear it's I hear it's very tight lipped. It's very secretive. I can tell you now. Oh, you can. All right. I am the voice of Lady Slimer. Whoa. <laughs> I am the voice of Lady Slimer. Lady Slimer. Yes, and. Like I said, Paul Feig reached out, you know, specifically, and I, I'm so glad he did. Um, oh the, the movie's amazing, and I'm so proud to be part of it. I really am. Well, we're so glad that you're here and to be a you. part of it, too. And you're so... Look at you. Oh, thank... I, you know... I know. Very hipster. That's, he dresses for success. Yeah. And Slimer with the jacket. I love well, it. yeah, I mean, I had, had to represent, I got, obviously. I mean, you're my... going to be standing next to Slimer wearing a Slimer t-shirt. <laughs> Let's talk about that. All right, so, so are we going to see you with the nerds later? Yes, you should. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. We'll see you at the party. Absolutely. So, perfect. All right, that was Robin Shelby, Thank everybody. You, Robin. Good Thanks, to see Robin. you. Have fun tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. I mean, Robin is just such a sweetheart, and she was wearing a, a this brilliantly awesome green dress, and so you know it was very very exciting to see here as the first person walking down uh, the red carpet. So uh, shortly after that, we ended up talking with uh, Karen Sony, who uh, you might remember from Deadpool as Dopinder, and he also appears a couple times in the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, yes, uh, Lady Slimer. Spoiler alert. Look, if you're listening to this and you're a Ghostbusters fan and you haven't seen the Ghostbusters movie yet, what are you doing? I shouldn't even have to tell you spoiler alert anymore. So at any rate, so uh, here's here's a little chat with Karen Sony, and then uh, somebody else happened to just drop by immediately after that. Guys, this is Karen Sony from Other Space and yeah. also uh, Deadpool, Deadpool that's as right. people will know you as well. But yeah, yeah, cool. I like this. Thank you. Thank I you. I brought one of my best friends here who's the biggest Ghostbusters fan, and he has this on right now, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's tribute to Harold Ramis. No, I'm clearly an awful fan. Look at this. Nothing. There's nothing. So you are, you're live right now on Ghost Core. Oh, cool! Uh, with all of the Facebook fans there. Awesome. Uh, so, are you? Can you say? Are you in this film? Can I'm in this talk? film. Yes, I'm in this film. I show up, I believe, five times in this movie, <laughs> every twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know well, how much of it I'm in. But we basically improvised a bunch, and all my scenes are with Melissa, Kristen, and Kate McKinnon. So that's fantastic. I'm very nervous, but also very excited to watch it. Tonight. So you, you obviously have not seen the film. I've not seen it. I have. Uh, we. I was there about four weeks in Boston filming it, so I've, I've seen like them making it, but I've never seen what's been put together. So. Oh my god, it's gonna be so exciting to finally see it. No, so yeah. I have to. As a fan of Other Space, I have to tell you, I love your collaborations with Paul Feig. What What is it about that guy as a director, as a writer, as a comedy guy? What What do you love working with him about the most? Well, I was just a huge, huge fan of his work before Other Space. And it's just, he's like the actor's best friend because you get to improvise a lot. And I mean, in Ghostbusters, he essentially just called me up and he was like, hey, so there's no lines, but I'm just going to have you come here and like play around with Melissa and Kristen and see if like we come up with anything. And I was like, yes, I will be there. And and because this was like a giant movie, we, we didn't shoot very long hours and we had a lot of time to play around because they shot it over like a long time. 
So you just like show up to work and they'd be like, all right, so you and Kristen can improvise a little bit here. And then you and I'm like, this is insane. And I got to like have an opinion and like bring up my own ideas. And some of them are in the movie tonight. So that's really cool. That's great. I mean, yeah. and, and you're in Ghostbusters. I mean, this is a big deal. Pop culture wise, uh, like comedy wise, so many reasons to be excited to be in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like Deadpool and Ghostbusters the same year. I might as well retire because it's not going to get <laughs> well, better. Please don't. As a fan, please don't, man. All right. Yeah. It's really crazy. It hasn't hit me yet because uh, I haven't seen it. But I think after tonight, I'm going to be a huge monster to everyone I know. I'll be like, well, I'm glad we're talking to you now. Thanks, Karen. That's a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Glad glad you were speaking to us now before the tirade. I'm not doing any live Facebook shit after this. (laughs) No way. TV and Netflix only. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. He'll he'll only do Colbert from this point on. I want you guys to know this. So take it in. Breathe it in while you still can. Yeah. What are you excited to uh, do the most tonight? Uh, see the movie, go to the party, talk with friends. Uh, is Slimer here? That's what I've been asking everyone. He is at the after party. Is he? I didn't see him here. Yeah, that He's whole there. tank up there is Slimer. Okay, so I'm, I, I'm go. not even kidding. That is a holographic Slimer up there. I'm most excited for Slimer, and then go. I'm most excited to get drunk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. We'll be live streaming with him a lot later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wink. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. Thank you so much. So sir. pleasure. Really yeah, thanks. Pleasure talking to you. Do you get to watch the movie, movie tonight? Yes, we, we do. do. Oh, oh, man. oh, man. Laugh at my scenes. Uh, yes. It's too late. They can't cut it out now. But. Hey, Paul, so good. Oh, uh, we'll make sure. There you go. All right, cool. All right. Thanks, Eric. All right, guys, we got Katie Dippold here. Katie, you're live on the Ghost Corps Facebook ah. right now. Thank you. Good. How are you? They can't answer back, but we can answer for them. How are you doing? Good. Welcome to the premiere. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for everything. Hey, I mean, it's it's our pleasure to be here and, and covering it for you guys, but how does it feel? The movie is finally coming out. Everybody finally gets to see it. I'm so excited for this movie to just be out. I've been, like, living with it for, like, years now, you know, and just waiting and seeing the debates and everything, and it's like, just wanted to come out. People have their feelings, and then, you know, that's it. Exactly. Then they can see it for themselves, essentially. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so what, like, what elements from Ghostbusters, like, lend themselves so well to comedy? Why does this resonate so well with audiences? I think, one, first and foremost, I think the original one is so special. Part, first and foremost, because you can feel Dan Aykroyd's... It started with his enthusiasm for the paranormal, you know? Like, there's, like, a lot of... There's just joy and love there. And uh, and then, there's, they, I think they did it in such a smart way. It's just four real grounded people who are happen to be funny, and then they're put up against ridiculous situations, and the scares are really scary. And so, like, me as a kid, like, I always wanted to just be with these people on those adventures, you know? I don't know. And it's just really fun. So as, as an, an improv artist who, just not far from here, was probably practicing her craft, uh, would you have a pinch me moment when you're like, I'm going to work on Ghostbusters back then? Like, hey, you're going to work on Ghostbusters someday. Like, yeah. keep going. Uh, things are cool. I never would have thought I would be working on this. Um, I was definitely a frozen deer for the first couple weeks after it presented itself. Um, and then it all kind of happened so fast. Like, I, I honestly don't even think it's really hit me yet. Like, it's been like a year of like working nonstop on it. And just, I, I don't know. I didn't almost didn't want to let myself get psyched. I just focused on the work and just tried as hard as I can to make something that people would enjoy and have fun. And soon they're going to get to see it for themselves. Well, we'll let you keep going. I know you have a lot of people to talk to, but Katie, thank you so much. We're really looking forward to seeing the movie. Take care. Bye. Bye. Katie Dippold, the writer, everybody.
So there you go. So there's Karen Sony and Katie Dippold. Very cool. Uh, Katie was just very sweet and very, very nice about everything. And, and I could also tell I was very nervous. She was shaking and I felt terrible. So uh, thanks. Thanks for Katie uh, joining us there. Um, so and then you might have heard him in the background there. But the next person that we got was Mr. Ernie Hudson himself. So here's Chris with Ernie Hudson. Hey, how's it going? How are you, man? You look good. Troy? Yeah, good. Hey, what's up? So we're here on behalf of all the fans that couldn't make it to the bleachers. And that turned out to be a lot. That was a big demand there. Um, so you're here. I'm here. You're heading no, in. Here we are. Here now, we are. you haven't seen any of the previews. Like, Dan got to see a preview. Have you seen a preview yet? I did see a preview, yeah. You know, because I was doing a lot of press, and I didn't want to be doing a lot of press and didn't know what I was talking about. There you go. Okay. So um, I saw the movie and was really, really happy to see it, pleasantly surprised. The girls are, as I knew they would be, very funny. And, uh, and it was important for me and I think Bill and Danny um, to, uh, you know, to be a part of it and to show our support for the ladies. You guys have put in a lot of support. Do you, uh, you've seen it then. Do you, is it going to set, like, reignite that spark that everybody's looking for? Well, you know, the, it, it's, the spark is really kind of a flame that's been burning very well. Uh, it's not going to douse it, which is what I'm, you know. I'm, okay, there we go. But I think it will carry on, and I think they will love it. And hopefully if they do, there will be more. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think the movie's going to do, do very well. Now, has Danny and Ivan been showing you any of that stuff they've been plotting and, like, the animated and all that? Well, they haven't shown me anything, but I'm the last guy to find out anything, you know? That's not true. We're the last guys to find out anything. No, I find out from you guys. You know, the guys email me and tell me what's going on. The studio is, um, I think they always assume we got Ernie, so... Uh, now, have you had a chance to cross paths with, uh, like, Annie Potts is here, or uh, Danny, I think, is here somewhere? Last week, uh, I had dinner with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd about a week or so ago. Um, so I see the guys from time to time. And, uh, a big alumni meeting, then. Yeah, yeah, from time to time, we, it's great to get together, you know. Um, not a lot planned. We don't hang out, exactly. But, uh, I was supposed to say, how long had it been since you guys had hung out, then? Well, we did the, uh, we, we were, I was up in Toronto, I saw Sigourney Weaver in New York. It just from time to time we see each other. And a lot of the anniversary stuff too, probably. The anniversary stuff we got together for, I think, a photo shoot. But uh, but whenever I see him, it's like old time, and we, we promise to get together for lunch. It never happens, but the intention is there. All right. Thank you very much, Charles. I'll let you get inside. Good talk. Thanks again. Right. See you on Twitter. <laughs> So yeah, so Ernie Hudson, just always such a gracious dude, um, very nice, always good to talk to him. He's always so good uh, to all of us fans as well. But uh, So short, shortly after Ernie, uh, we got Ivan Reitman and Kate McKinnon. And for those of you who did tune into the uh, live stream, you know that we were having a lot of technical uh, difficulties with Facebook Live. You know, they're still working the kinks out of it, and it's probably not used to these long, like, four-hour uh, streams. But uh, so at any rate, we, we got Ivan Reitman, and immediately as soon as we were talking to him, the feed turned everybody into Alvin and the Chipmunks, and it was uh, unbelievably terrible luck. And um, so basically, we asked Ivan, you know, about the cartoon. We said, what's next? Uh, he told us, uh, you know, unfortunately, he could not tell us anything more than we already knew, but to stay tuned. Uh, a lot of announcements are coming up very soon, but he said they've got a lot of exciting things on the uh, on the horizon. And uh, he was very brief. He thanked all of the fans for all of their support and, and especially all of the people that were subscribers to Ghost Core. He wanted everybody to know that he really appreciated all of their support throughout this entire production and before that. And and over the years so um just just very cool and i'm i'm so sorry we we attempted to uh, to restore ivan's audio as best as we could and it just it was completely unsalvageable unfortunately so um so thank you to ivan and for all of ghost core for having us there we're so sorry that the the most important interview ended up getting lost um facebook live ah 
So at any rate, after Ivan, uh, Kate McKinnon was also on the live stream, and uh, luckily we were able to get the backup feed up by the time we got to Kate. So uh, here's here's us with Kate McKinnon, thankfully not sounding like she's on Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'm on the Ghost Core Facebook page right Whoa. now. Whoa! Hey, it's crazy. How you doing? So, uh, Kate, what are you excited for everybody to see in this film the most? Friendship. Uh, ghosts. Um, action. Laughs, um, costumes, lighting, all the time, and everything in it, it. I would be excited for. As as a as a comedian from Saturday Night Live, I mean, it has I to. I'm, I'm 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 just confirming. I'm sorry, it's very hot out here right now. To be in a Ghostbusters film, yeah. I mean, how does this make you feel? This is this is like the pinnacle of of intellectual property to be in. It's the most insane opportunity I've ever had, other than being on SNL, of course, and it's um, insane opportunity professionally and also personally just to get to work with these people that I grew to love so much, so sincerely, in the months that we were filming, and I'm just excited for people to see the love that we share captured on film. Absolutely. Well, we can't wait to see it either. Thank you so much, Thank Kate. You. We'll see you later. Thank so yeah, short, short but sweet with Kate McKinnon there. I don't know if you could hear at the end. That's that's how red carpet stop and talks work. They have a publicist that comes up to you and they say, "Hi, this is Kate McKinnon. You have one question. Go." Uh, so, um, yeah, unfortunately, you know that's that's just how it works uh, with with those media lines. Is you get one question and then you're done. Um, and speaking of one question, uh, right behind Kate McKinnon was Mr. Paul Feig. So here's Paul Feig with our with our one question. You're done. Hey, good to see you. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, so. Uh, uh, this is streaming out to everybody that couldn't make it to the bleachers. If you want to say hi to oh, that, everybody. Hey, everybody. I wish you could all have been here. If we if we could have somehow magically transported everybody, we would have done it a hard bit. Did you see how many uh, uh, jumpsuits had the ties going on out there? I was very, very happy. I, I, I cannot tell you how much I love Ghost Heads. They are the most generous, warm, giving people. The charity work they do, it's not just fandom. It's really fandom in, in service of doing good deeds. And I just... I think they're the most admirable people I've ever met. Now, we heard uh, initially, we were coming in on the shuttle, and we heard about the technical difficulties with the screening, and then almost immediately thereafter, it started coming out. People were like, this is good. This is good. And they finally got to see it. So are you excited now? This is it. Everybody finally gets to see it. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And what I did is they were originally going to have everybody kind of watch it in another theater, but I said, no, I want I want the ghost heads to see it in the good, the big Chinese theater with the laser projection and the full IMAX with the good 3D. So oh, wow. so at uh, ten, a little after 10 o'clock, they're going to go in and have the full experience. Oh, I'm we'll be there. Say, oh, you're going to have a great time. It, it looks so awesome. Okay, let you go. How many U's can Leslie Jones beat in a fight? <laughs> as many as she needs to. All right, thank you very much, sir. Thanks. Thanks cheers. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so there you have it. We finally got Paul Feig on the interdimensional cross rip. <laughs> it only took having to go to the world premiere to do it, and uh, we only got one question. Well, I guess two if you count uh, Chris's Leslie Jones joke. But um, so so uh, shortly after that, uh, I turned around. I was talking to Kelly. We were trying to work out all of the technical difficulties. Um, and so I was doing that, and uh, I, I turned back around to see what's going on on the red carpet, and uh, there's Chris talking with uh, Mr. Rosso from Freaks and Geeks. And what's funny is the way that he was standing, 
I, I didn't see uh, Mr. Kachevsky standing <laughs> in front of Chris too. So uh, so the two teachers from Freaks and Geeks were walking down the red carpet together, and uh, yeah, Chris Chris got a little bit of time with them. So uh, this is uh, this is Dave Allen who plays uh, Mr. Rosso on Freaks and Geeks, and Steve Banos who plays Mr. Kachevsky in Freaks and Geeks, and they also both play Ghost in Ghostbusters 2016. What's happening, man? Hey, you're Ghost Corps. We oh, are. I'll give you a how are you, man? We're ghosts. Are you? Excellent. Yeah. Do you, do you, can you tell so us if you're which... part of the Ghost Corps? Yeah. Well, yeah. we're here on behalf of Sony. Actually, more. These guys? We're with all the fans that couldn't be in the bleachers. Okay. So good. Oh, the real fans. Thank you very much. Yeah, not in the sun. It was a bad pick for the sun. All right. So, gentlemen, you're ghosts. Yeah. Okay. We're actually real humans. Oh, right now. Okay. Sure. No. In the movie. Yeah. So the idea is that the ghosts come from all different time periods, right? Correct. Can you tell us which time periods you were coming from? I, I'm coming from the 1970s. Okay. And I'm coming from, in about a five-year, uh, five 25 maybe. About 1925. Gotcha. I'm going to quickly get you to introduce yourselves to everybody out here. And I'm Steve Banos. I'm also one of the ghosts. Now, how many days of shooting did you guys do as ghosts? That was a big scene. That's, a, that's like nearly the, the big climax, right? Well... No, I just shot one night. One no. night? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you, one night as well? No, I was in Boston for a while, and then a total days of shooting, maybe four. Okay. That's cool. But, but a, lot of, a lot of lead up, you'll see. Now, have you guys seen the footage? Have you seen yourselves with the makeup? Nope. Uh, now, I know two of the guys... You've seen the footage. I've seen bits of it, yes. Oh, I, I, know, I know two of the guys that worked on the effects, and they, oh, they worked on a lot of the ghosts. They may have worked on you guys, for all I know, so... Sorry? Was it Vinny? No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. Uh, I'm actually coming from Canada, so there's a team. Uh, shout out to uh, the Motion Picture Company in Canada. They worked on it up there. Hey, by the way, can I say a shout out to Canada? What's up, Canada? And way to change the uh, ge- way to gender balance your national anthem. Good work. Yeah, and a lot. And the, uh, the Prime Minister there and Pride Parade. Did you see that? Yeah, that was a good one. Is that Gary Trudeau, the guy who does Doonesbury? No. Ah, no. No relation. No relation. All right, okay. <laughs> Shout-outs for Mr. Rosso. Everybody's like, nice, Rosso! No, so Mr. Stay no, in school. No, Mr. Kochevsky. Yeah, what about Mr. Kochevsky? Ask him. Say, where's the Kochevsky? Where's the Kochevsky? Yeah, they're shouting it out from my feed, so my, I'm a different feed. You know what? Kids and, and, don't, kids and, don't and, like and, and Netflix like TV show love. They don't like Yeah? Math. All right. <laughs> Do that one one more time. And also Netflix TV show love. We're roommates. L-O-V-E. Yeah, you got to watch that one. All right. love. Yeah. That's right. Okay, cool. So everybody's got to check that one out. So, Rosso and Kochevsky are back together again. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> after what? If it took place in the 80s. After years. 40 years. It took you dying for that to happen, right? So. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Sam. You. Thank you so much. Take care, man. Take care, man. Bye, guys. We missed Tony. <laughs> and and Chris trails off there, but he says that we missed Tony Hawk, uh, which is funny. Tony Hawk walked by just as we finished with the with those guys. Um, but uh, so shortly after that, Adam Ray, who uh, you know, comedian who has shown up in in several of Paul Feig's films and also is the voice of Slimer, he also uh, I do believe is the lead singer of the Beasts of Mayhem. So I think we did get confirmation on that. But uh, Chris got a little bit of time with Adam Ray, and then another Ray just happened to walk by at the exact same time. So here's Chris. So everybody knows it. That's the best. Um, I mean, you're the best. It, Every, it makes you look angry though when you put it on. Does it? Every. All right. I mean, that's sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. Yeah. Every day I struggle with it. Uh, listen. So everybody, everybody's known from day one. We all put it up on our sites and all that. We're here representing all the fans that couldn't make it to the bleachers. 
Sorry, guys. Reserve that shit early next time. No. no. It's tough also, probably. I mean, the bleachers, I can't imagine that's like a... It's got to be a chaotic process to get a seat here, right? And they got here early. Fuck. Well, good for you guys. True Buster fans. Now, quick question here. Uh, we all know you're doing the voice of Slimer. Yeah, baby. Uh, which means you got some good scenes. You got some, uh, not you driving, but him and... Uh... I mean, Slimer driving, and you know what's so about this? You know, Slimer in this uh, new Ghostbusters gets more personality. Like, it's not, I mean, it's still nothing like, you know, coherent, verbal, like, shit that you can understand. But it's like, you definitely are like, oh, shit, there's more personality to Slimer. And I think that's what's really dope about Paul. Had, Paul took a lot of the, you know, nostalgic elements and kind of took them all up a notch, which I think is what you want from a rebooted, uh, rebooted franchise. So, so no, hey, how's it going? It's still... Still gurgly noise. Can you give us a taste of it? I mean, even my mom asked me. She was like, "Is slime? Does he say anything? Does he say words? Like, it, does he say like Ghostbusters? Good to see." You. I was like, "No, mom. It's more like like it's more like that, you know." So, uh, and Michael McDonald, who you know is also in the film Mad TV alum, is in all Paul's movies. When I did Slimer for him, when he asked me, he goes, "Oh, you do Slimer?" I go, "Yeah," and I did it for him when we've been drinking during a, a, a dinner, and and I did it, and and Mike goes. Oh, I feel like I just got an insight into how it sounds when you go down on a woman. And I go, maybe, Mike, that's not what we're talking about, but maybe. Um, but, yeah, dude, it's incredible. I mean, to do the voice of a character like that, it's like... Now, you, you got your own podcast, uh, uh, the Paul Feig interview. Did I miss it? It's going on Monday. You guys had to hold on to it, eh? So we recorded Paul at Sony uh, about... Four weeks ago, we had to hold on to it until the release of the movie. So Monday, about last night, type it on iTunes. Myself, Brad Williams, uh, an hour and a half, Paul Feig, Ghostbusters exclusive. I mean, some of the shit that Paul talks about, I, I you know, from knowing Paul and listening to all his stuff, it's it, he talks about a lot of stuff he didn't talk about in other uh, interviews. So uh, check it out on iTunes, about last night, Paul Feig, Monday it'll be out. That's fantastic. Okay, listen, man, uh, thanks for coming over. He's, he's got to rock out to this. <laughs> All right. I did that. We're streaming out to everybody who couldn't make it to the bleachers. Oh, cool. Uh, so, quick question here. Uh, you're all over the new soundtrack. I am, huh? I haven't, I haven't heard the soundtrack. So well, they've covered your song no less than three times, so your name's all over that. And you work with Mark Ronson? No. No, but you're credited on that one, so I think they may have sampled you all over the place. I think what, what they did is it's a Ghostbuster-inspired album. So a lot of songs on it. In fact, I think I'm participating in about eight or nine songs. But I haven't heard any of that stuff yet. Uh, they had them playing early. Earlier, they had playing the whole soundtrack. It sounds awesome. Well, it's hard to hear anything out here. It's a million people out here. The speakers, you know. I think isn't that one of the songs playing now, right? I like that. I like that song. Yeah, that's cool. that's one of the ones they put out early. It's pretty good. Uh, listen, I got to ask you then. It's kind of uh, I don't want to sound too cliche, but uh, I mean, you wrote that thing and it was huge at the time, which must have been overwhelming, and it just keeps on rolling. So how does it feel to? I don't know, lay down a piece of uh, music that's... I mean, you don't think of pop music outliving the, the people who wrote them too much. You know, Beethoven, hundreds of years. Uh, you know, the guys in the 20s, not so much, right? But you wrote one in the 80s, it's still rolling. It's going to go on forever, I think. How's that feel? It's, it's an unbelievable feeling. I, I wrote a lot of songs, done a lot of things, but nothing like this particular song. This song is like part of American folklore. I mean, it's, exactly. it's 32 years later. I don't care what restaurant I'm in. I, and how about this? Even if they don't know I'm there, I hear people talking about, who are you going to call? Right? I know. Everybody knows the answer, even now. Everybody knows the answer, even now. And a whole bunch of new songs are going to put it in the heads of the kids, too. Yeah, put it in the heads of the kids, and let's go for another 30 years, right? Absolutely. Well, that's the plan, as I hear it anyways. 
Uh, Troy, you got anything you want to throw in there? No, no. Thank, thank you again for all of your, uh, your... Thanks very much. Well, thank you very much, and I'm having the time of my life. Give a shout-out to everybody who couldn't make it. Everybody who couldn't make it, I feel bad for you, because who are you going to call? We're having the time of my life. Ray Parker, Jr., this is it. We're going to party! Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Ray Parker, Jr., man, he just wanted to party. That was pretty awesome. But uh, So shortly behind him, we had a couple other musicians, the... Uh, the people who were behind the cover that you hear at the very end credits um, that unfortunately is not on the U.S. Uh, soundtrack album, which is interesting, but the, they did put it up as a single. So if you go to uh, nosmallchildren.com, you can get that cover of the Ghostbusters theme. But so anyway, so uh, No Small Children, they are uh, school teachers by day and rock musicians by night. And it was really cool to talk to them. So here we are with No Small Children. So you are live right now on the Ghost Corps Facebook. All right. So maybe uh, introduce us to who you guys are and, and how are you involved in the film? Sure. We're no small children. We're school teachers by day and rockers by night. And uh, this Halloween, we decided to go as the, dress, uh, the Ghostbusters and played our Halloween show. And uh, of course, we played the theme, and the audience liked their cover, so we decided to record it. We recorded it, sent it along to uh, one of the composers on the movie who sent it along to Paul Feig. And six months later, we got a call that we're in the movie. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and now we're here. That's so great. What? It's a Cinderella story. <laughs> so what? what is it about that iconic theme song, the Ghostbusters theme song? It, it's so catchy and it's been with us for so long. That is a great question. First of all, the thing that I love about the original theme is how playful it is and how fun it is. And mainly, everybody knows the words, right? Yeah. The minute you see anybody on this red carpet says, who are you going to call? There's a million people who answer with Ghostbusters, it's right? It's like shaving a haircut. That's yeah. right. And we <laughs> and, and we put our own twist on it. It's definitely a rock. Yeah, it is a really pet theme song. How do you feel being a part of this franchise? It is absolutely thrilling. I This is a childhood fantasy of mine to somehow be involved with the film. I'm such an enormous fan of the Ghostbusters franchise. And honestly, it is a dream come true for all of us to even be here. I gotta say that Paul Feig and Erica Weiss have been so cool to us. Like they heard our version and they've just been in touch with us all the time and are really championing it for us. So it's it's really cool. They're so great. So where where can people find your band uh, to follow along with your tour? It's uh, nosmallchildren.com. We have three records out. We're like in LA. Uh, We're going on tour. We have a lot going on. Whenever we're not teaching, we're exactly. on tour. Winter, spring, summer, we're on the road. We're about to head out yeah, from... The tour is on until September. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Rockinteachers.com. Nosmallchildren.com. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Their song is is by far one of my favorite covers that's on the actual uh, the soundtrack itself. Well, not on the soundtrack. The soundtrack of the film, but not on the soundtrack that you can buy. So, yeah, check it out, nosmallchildren.com. Um, and then, uh, once again, uh, you know, was still dealing with technical issues. I turn around, and uh, it was the meeting of the Chris's, uh, the combining of the podcasts, if you will. Uh, Chris Chris Hardwick was talking with Chris Stewart, and uh, the two of them talked for quite a while. So here's here's the two Chris's. Chris! How's it going? We're here with uh, Ghost Car, Ivan Reitman's company here. So we're live streaming it out to all the fans that couldn't make it onto the bleacher. Yes, of course. Where are, they, where are the rest of them? They're just watching around. They're, they could be anywhere. Uh, all around the world, as it happens. It's a big old world of Ghostbusters fans. It's a global community, localized by the internet. I'm very excited about this. I, I saw the original Ghostbusters so many times in the theater. 
which was a rare thing to do because <laughs> you had to pay every time because at that time it could be almost a year before anything would come out on home video so it was a it was a real big deal and I know you're a big fan. You talk it up a lot on that midnight and stuff like that. So how does it feel to be here? My buddy Mike Furman and I over there. We've been in we've been in bars before, and it's been on without sound, and we're just reciting every line uh, to the great enjoyment of everyone around us. Now, did you go uh, spoiler free? Did you try to tune out all the trailers and all that? I did. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't really want to know anything. I always. What percent do you think you're at? Uh, I might be like thirty percent. I think I'm thirty percent. I. I there's a couple scenes that I'm aware of, you know, uh, Leslie Jones' character in the dance club, and then uh, and then a couple things at headquarters, but that's it. I don't really know much else of anything. So that's good, right? Like, that's been the tough part, because when the first one was out, same for you, same for us, we didn't know much about it until we saw it. Now it's being pumped into us. Not only did I not know much about it, I didn't know anything about it. I think I was, I guess I must have been like 13, 14 years old, 13 years old. We saw it in the newspaper. Oh, my God, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, we got to go see this. And then just, it was one of the most flooring cinematic experiences of my young life, because I was already a huge fan of those guys, from SNL and Caddyshack. And that was a big couple of years, too, for movies, and like nerd movies. Huge, yeah, 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 because then you have Back to the Future next year, and it was just like, it was, that was a sweet spot for movies, even the smaller movies, like Real Genius and Revenge of the Nerds, like all that period of time was really good. It was a good time to be like 13, 14 years old. Now, I had heard, we didn't think you were coming. You were tweeting with somebody, and you didn't sound like you were coming. So how, how excited are you that you got in? I didn't think I was, yeah, someone was like, oh, are you going to the thing? And I go, I don't, I don't think I got an invite. Almost immediately, Paul Feig emailed, and he was like, oh, my God, of course you can go. So we were worried, because somebody mentioned out, David uh, Pasea, he's a fan. He built that pack early on. He tweeted to you, say, will we see you there? And he said, I don't think you're coming. And he said, Paul Feig will get you in. And Paul Feig did one of his smiley faces, and we don't know what that means. So it meant he emailed you. It really wasn't meant to be like a passive aggressive like well i guess i'm not good i was just like oh i didn't get invited i you know i'm sorry i'm gonna miss that but uh but i'm much happier to be here i would have dropped anything i was doing to be here so emergencies all that's our thing just all right cool it'll be fine whatever it is it'll keep for all right so who's the one person you're hoping to run into uh well ernie hudson's right there you go tackle him that'd really be a great idea yeah. he'd probably love that yeah we <laughs> you're, you get a nice traffic spike when Chris Hardwick, in a feat of fandom, tackles Ernie Hudson and slobbers all over him uh, with excitement. Yeah, I know. He's He looks amazing. I know. we got to get him back in another movie, too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely have to get him in another movie. And who knows? Like, Bill Murray, I don't know where Bill Murray is, but he is... Nobody knows. He is He is almost like a specter in a weird sort of way. You, he might appear, he might not. He'll rappel down from the, the ceiling halfway through the... He might, he might form... Uh, out of all these people, you just might morph out of the carpet. Yeah, you never know with Bill Murray. So, cool. I'm going to try and do an awkward selfie with you. All right, everybody, and David, he made it. Supposed to be awkward? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, everybody. Oh, that's too close and too long. Okay. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks a lot. And I still don't believe that Chris has posted that selfie. Come on, Chris. You... You have a selfie with the other Chris. This is the this is the the merging of Chris's. It has to happen. All right. Anyway, so uh, the uh, after that, you know, the the evening started to wind down at least in terms of the live stream uh, and the red carpet because everybody was in there and they were watching the film. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, in a whirlwind, rushed past us saying, you know, uh, he had obligations. Were you know, he was very sorry and and he shouted out to all of the friend uh, all of the fans just as quickly as humanly possible because it was like seven thirty. And the movie was supposed to start at seven. So I'm, I'm sure they were waiting for him as one of the guests of honor to get in there so they could start the movie. 
Dan Aykroyd runs by and uh, we turn around and, and there's Bess Ross from Other Space, uh, who also plays uh, a Gertrude Aldridge in the film. And uh, we had a re- really great conversation with her. She was she was in no rush to get inside. So uh, we actually got a little bit of time with her. So here's us with Bess Ross. Hi. So we're streaming out on behalf of all the fans that couldn't make it to the bleachers. Oh, well, they, they are so committed. I, I'm like, I was really... I'm beautifully astounded when I saw all those people in their in their outfits and the little girls. The little girls, my heart, oh my god, they were so cute, the full-on outfits. How does it feel? You, other than the, the four main actresses, have were basically the fifth, like, you know, I mean, you're a ghost and all that, but you've been out there since picture one, basically. I know, that is the extraordinary Mr. Paul Feig. I mean, he's just... I don't know why he's so nice and generous to me, but I've asked him and his wife, Lori, to adopt me. I said, uh, how's the paperwork going? Um, <laughs> I said that I would do their chores and live in the guest house, so I'm still waiting on an answer. But um, <laughs> Now, have you seen anything yet, or other than the trailers? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen it in its entirety, so I'm very excited to see it. Now, uh, you're basically played the, uh, a kind of an analog to Bill Murray and Slimer in the first one. You were the first big sliming in the movie. You were resetting the clock on the sliming. Oh, wow. Well... You're bringing slime back. I'm bringing, <laughs> bringing slime back. Yeah, I'm bringing ectoplasm back. Um, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, um, iconic and special. And to, to be part of something like this, and especially with it being girls and telling these little girls that they can do these big huge paranormal things is really very special just a little bit about the making you were obviously uh hanging how many days um only i only shot a like a a bunch of days like a few days because there was a lot of things that went into photographic stuff but i was on a harness a bunch uh kind of scary and i was um locked into this certain sort of machine that they made for me and if there was a fire I would not have made it out alive. Well, we'll let you go. We, we want to see the jump scene. Oh, do you got one there? Real quick question. We're getting a lot of shout-outs from other space fans that want to say hello. Oh, hello. There's more other space coming. Oh, well, thank you for the love. Um, you have to ask Paul. So you got you to gotta get on it. Tell Paul you want more, and we'll see what happens. But um, that's so nice that you've got other space fans. We talk, We missed Neil, but we talked to uh, Karen earlier. Oh, yes, my brother from another mother. <laughs> Is he going to be adopted as well? Uh, Are you a whole pack? I don't know. I haven't told them because I want to uh, I want to be the one <laughs> that, that wins the Feig. Karen, I've been adopted by the Feigs. You've been emancipated. <laughs> yes. Everyone pray for my Feig adoption. Let's pull for that. So, uh, just, uh, oh boy, everything's out wrapping up here. Can you just then send out the last big love to everybody who could make it? There's uh, for 315 fans in the bleacher. There's thousands out there. I send you all my love. Thank you so much for supporting this. I hope it exceeds your expectations and lots of love, really. Thank you. Thank you so Don't much. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters! Interdimensional Crossroads. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell?
you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. So yeah, just an unbelievable day. Uh, thank you so much to everybody at Ghost Core and at Sony who invited Chris and I to uh, participate and and represent on Ghost Core's behalf. We really enjoyed it. It was God. I I can't even. I'm still processing the fact that it that it happened. To be completely honest with you guys, and it was also so good to see all of the fans and all of the listeners and everybody out there that has been so supportive of the interdimensional cross rip. Um, my wife uh, was really surprised by how many people like recognized me and wanted to get pictures with me. And so thanks, guys. You uh, made me look like a rock star in front of my wife. That felt really good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it was just it's one of those days that um, I, I don't think you could hear it quite in my voice because we were screaming at the top of our lungs at the beginning of, of that show. But uh, it, I was just I was so emotional. I could not believe that I was standing at the red carpet for a new Ghostbusters film that I was there with a microphone, that I had a camera in front of me, um, that it was, it was just, it was so surreal. And, um, you know, the good news is uh, we went and we saw the movie after that. We all loved the movie. We were all exhausted and sun-stricken. And I know uh, a lot of people didn't eat because the pizza ran out. And it was just an, advent- an adventure uh, for everybody, which I'm sure that Chris and I will be talking about a lot next week. So, um, hope you enjoyed this this recap of the red carpet uh, event. And next week we will be back with our regularly scheduled programming. We appreciate you guys hanging in there with us during our hiatus. But yeah, next Monday join Chris and I for a a real proper episode of the Crossrip, where we will we'll be discussing Ghostbusters 2016 or Ghostbusters Answer the Call, as it is yes now officially called. Um, we'll we'll be talking about it in great detail. We have a lot of cool shows planned in the future where we have special guests to talk about the visual effects and the science and the costumes and you know the good news is now that this movie is over we can we can analyze it we can dissect it and we don't have to speculate anymore we can actually talk about it so it's we've got a lot of fun stuff that's going to be coming up on the cross rip as a result so uh thank you to everybody who listens to this show uh, all of you for all of your support everybody that we met all 350 some of you uh at the premiere event uh, all, all of those that I didn't get to meet and that Chris and I didn't get a chance to talk with, we we really regret that we didn't get to talk to everyone. So, um, you know, again, guys, from the bottom of our heart, we really appreciate all of the support that you guys give to this show. And without you, uh, there is no show. And, you know, it, it really means a lot that you guys are, are so nice to us. So uh, at any rate, on Chris's behalf, because he is not here, I will give you his final thoughts. And I bet it's just, it's silence. He probably would want to reiterate the same thing I said. It's just, it's kind of a lot to process right now. <laughs> so uh, for Chris Stewart and myself, Troy Benjamin, thank you so much for joining us here on the Interdimensional Cross Rip. We will talk to you all next week. See you on the other side. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Cross Rip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmaster. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird.